on this episode of Why Watch That. He has played every turd of a human being. <laughs> Total Recall, <laughs> Top Gun. He's in an interrogation room. He's bruised. He's smoking. And somebody asks him, who the F are you? I think this is how it starts. Okay, well, there we go. It ain't called Justice League. It's called Lee Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called Zack Snyder's Justice League. He pulled a Lee Daniels, and I am not mad at that. Are we talking about the Josh Whedon who did the first two Avengers? Yep, and, and I Buffy didn't like the, the first Va- Avengers. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire. Yep, Josh him. Whedon. Mm-hmm. We need to form a group of heroes to take on Steppenwolf, the main villain. Because Steppenwolf wants the mother boxes for his lord, Darkseid. I'm now the jump out, but okay. Yeah, okay. Why watch that as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head to head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why Watch, watch That. that. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and business as well. You know, Critic, I got Mm. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EMP here Uh in Los Angeles. And it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk and some real good food too. Mm -hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. A why watch that sneak peek. Ciao! Ciao, Bella. We Come have stai? Ciao. Ah, sto bene. E tu? Anche io sto bene. Hey. Grazie. Yeah, prego. <laughs> we have a couple of movies that we want to talk about. One being a sneak peek, the other being a first look. One never seen before, the other back to the original. Mm. So let's first dive into the sneak peek. Coming to us on Friday, March 26th. Nobody is coming to the theater. Nobody. Nobody's nobody's coming to the theater. (laughs) But nobody, the movie, is what I'm saying, is coming to the theater. This is a new movie uh, written by Derek Kolstad and Golly G. This is the writer of the Wick trilogy and soon not to be trilogy. It's going to extend beyond that. Yeah. And wait, is he involved with... Isn't there a Wick TV series... Or some, I thought yes. Amazon Prime mm-hmm. had yes. some sort of the in the universe of yes, mm-hmm. yes, in the universe. Yep. Maybe he's part of that. I'm not sure. He I is. don't. Okay. Well, <laughs> now when you talk about the Wick series, I am already salivating. Mm. Um, this is directed by um, Ilya Nashler, and he is someone who has directed this and that. Mm-hmm. Not a movie called this and that, just literally a little this, a little that. 
<laughs> but the cast, you've got Bob Odenkirk, okay? Better Call Saul and, uh, you know, Breaking Bad, Bob mm-hmm. Odenkirk. He is headlining this as nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Lloyd is coming back to the future, uh, back to the present. <laughs> You know, he's in it. RZA! Yeah. You know who RZA is? RZA, the rapper. RZA. Yeah. Is in this. Can you believe it? Um, Connie Nielsen is also in this. Uh, you got... Uh, 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 when I say Michael Ironside, <laughs> like, I, I can't even tell you. <laughs> I didn't even know that he was still with us and how glad I am. Yes. That he is because he has played every yes. turd of a human being. <laughs> total recall. <Probably>. Yes, total <laughs> recall, top gun. Like he he literally, literally is so good at his job of mm-hmm. being that person you think, good gracious, can we just do away with you, sir? You who are you? <laughs> and the voice. And the well, I yeah. mean. Come on. So he's popping in there. So glad to see him. Um, and, you know, other people that you're going to go through, actually, to uh, highlight these characters. Now, writer from Wick, mm-hmm. not just one of them, all of the Wick films, mm-hmm. going to be part of the Continental Series, newish director. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Well, to start... We are introduced to Hutch, played by Bob. He's in an interrogation room. He's bruised. He's smoking. And somebody asks him, who the F are you? I mean, this is how it starts. Okay, well, there we go. Now we're taken back in time. And we see every day for Hutch is the same in rapid succession. Wake up. The wife is there, played by Colleen Nielsen. He has the kids. An older kid, his son... You know, as they're going to school, all that kind of stuff. He makes breakfast. He doesn't throw the trash away right. He misses the the pe- the garbage guys, you know. Th- he's always running after them, and so on and so forth. This is every day for yeah. the man. Now, all of that happens until a break-in occurs. A couple breaks into his home. And during an opportune moment, when Hutch has the upper hand over those intruders. He sees something that causes him to handle the protection of his wife, his young daughter, and especially his teenage son in a surprising way. Hmm. Hmm. Now, Hutch is not quite respected, I should say. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, the neighbor buys, well, gets this new car. You'll see that. The neighbor's looking at him kind of like, okay, who are you? I don't care. Wife kind of looks at him and pities him. But the question is, is Connie Nielsen, why would she stay married to this man? That's a question. Son wants more from him. Brother-in-law and father-in-law, he works with them. The father-in-law is played by Michael Ironside. They want him to man up. The young daughter, I mean, she's really the only one who seems to respect the man. Okay. But Hutch is a veteran. Now, he says he didn't see any action, unlike other members of his family. But is there more to him than meets the eye? Now, he certainly has a past. And that past involves his father, who's played by Christopher Lloyd, and a character, don't read the synopsis, a character played by Riza, among other things. 
Okay, so what could he really do to protect his family? And what will it take to send him over the edge? And when he goes over that edge, will the unexpected occur? Here's my review. Go along with me with this, everybody. Imagine, Mm -hmm. imagine this question. How could you do this? How could you replace Liam Neeson with Bob Odenkirk in a Taken-like movie? Successfully. Oh. What would you have to do to make that successful? Think about this as well. How would you put Bob in John Wick? Okay, let's say that. Well, you'd need to explain how he can fight, right? I mean, that'd be number one. Well, yeah. And you'd have to do that with some sort of humor, right? You'd have to do that. Also imagine that you're going to sprinkle in a little bit of Home Alone. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Like screwy comedy, like, you know, bing bong, that kind of. The end of Home Alone. Right. Like the. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens in the end. Set the trap. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So imagine you get a bit of that as well. Stick. A lot of stick. Exactly. So. That's kind of where we are here. And I've got to say that almost all of it works. I, when it started, I, it's like this, everybody. If you watch the trailer, the movie you hope it's going to be is actually what it is. Okay. That's what it is. It really is. The first time he is challenged. Okay, you'll see this. One of the challengers, after they have this pitter-patter, all these people like, who's this guy coming in trying to, you know, boss us around? He sees something on him and, and leaves the room. It's hilarious. He's like, okay, I'm leaving the room. I'm locking the door. I'm closing everything. So this is how they set up Bob Odenkirk as someone who can do this before he even fights. There are people here who are saying, hey, you got to take him seriously. And that's the thing about this movie. Because it's very good popcorn entertainment. It has a great soundtrack and they're not lazy. They could have been lazy about this. They're not. They go further in setting everything up than is actually necessary. I laud them for that. I appreciate them for that. Now, I will say when the main villain first appears, it's not quite as sharp. And in the end, it does get a little corny. It does. They're trying for that anyway, but a little too much for me. But they're my only gripes. Bob Odenkirk, perfect fit for this. You'll see why. Rest of the cast, they're great. I mean, they're well chosen. And I had fun watching this overall in all of its purposely ridiculous yet workmanlike glory. I respect Derek. I respect him. He knows how to tell a story. So if you, well, 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 hold on. Well, whoa, whoa. (laughs) You are not off the hook, sir. I know. You know how this can be seen. Yes. There's only one way at this point. Mm-hmm. It's not going to premiere on Peacock <laughs> like HBO Max and, you know, does, yeah. you know, Warner releases. This is in the old fashioned theater and the th- theaters in many, many states in the U.S. Mm-hmm. are starting to open up. Is this what we venture out to see? Um, here's what I would say. First of all, with Universal, from what I recollect, Ref, they have a 17-day window or something like that. So that's the question. Should you wait 17 days to pay to see it? Because you will in some sort of premium video on demand, or is it worth it to go out? If you want to see a humorous John Wick taken-like thing with Bob Kirk, if you go, oh, that sounds like fun. If you have people to go to the theater with and be safe, I would do it because it's a release. It is a release. Mm. 
Um, and it's it's better than it's better than I thought. I, I like I would pause it, ref, watch it, and take notes because I was like, I can't believe that it's like this good, good as in entertainment. Um, so that's what I would say. But if that's not you, you can wait and watch it at home, of course. But I would definitely, if you are especially an extrovert, I would watch it with other people just so you can have fun with it together. Yeah. Excellent. Well, there you have it. That comes out on March 26th. I was going to say second, but 26th on Friday. You can choose as the critic is saying to venture out or to wait, you know, we'll just say for safety's sake, at least three weeks um, after the release. That's interesting. Now, a why watch that first look? Here's what you don't have to go out to watch. Mm. You don't have to leave nowhere because it ain't in nobody's theater. It was already in somebody's theater with a different vision, different director. But Mm. now it's come back home to the original director with his original tent intent and on top of that the original composer Ooh. Mm-hmm. you could say that again and, and i am talking about it ain't called justice league it's called lee daniels <laughs> <laughs> no it's called zach snyder's justice league he pulled the lee daniels and i am not mad at that mm-hmm. and plus you don't want to confuse um the title yeah. now this right. is a I can't even, I can't, four hour. Mm -hmm. This is a, now Dances with Wolves, Kevin Costner has nothing on this. No. Because what, that was like three, Martin Scorsese is like in awe, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. The fact that it can be a four hour feat that you would have to really sit down and sift through. But from my understanding, it's in chunks of separation so I'm sure the beats are well. You know what? I don't know because Zack Snyder got fired. And here's what I would like you to do, um, critic, because you did review Justice League from Josh Whedon. Yes. I think we need to get a full understanding of what's going on here. Why do we have Zack Snyder's Justice League? Mm-hmm. Why is it four hours? And yeah. why is it on HBO Max? Sorry. Before we do that. This is a screenplay by um, Chris Torino, and it is it, Josh Whedon is nowhere on this. No. So Chris wrote the screenplay. Zach wrote the story along with Chris and Will Beal, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, you know, yeah, Mr. Siegel and Schuster did that or Superman characters. So that's right. not even they're not involved with that, but. Why do we have Zack Snyder's Justice League? And mm-hmm. do we need Zack Snyder's Justice League? And do we like Zack Snyder's Justice League more than we do like Josh Whedon's usually? And you know what? If I'm not mistaken, the trades have just released that Lee Daniels will also be releasing <laughs> his version. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, it is a lot to talk about here. Now, keep in mind that Zack Snyder, his wife and uh, producing partner, Deborah, they lost their daughter. That's what happened while they were in uh, post-production in this movie. He had to leave, unfortunately, and of course, deal with all of that. So then they brought in Joss Whedon to ruin it. Okay. Now, okay. Um. Well, hold on. Mm-hmm. 
Are we talking about the Josh Whedon who did the first two Avengers? Yep. And I didn't like the the first Avengers. (laughs) Buffy the Vampire. Yep. Him. Mm Mm-hmm. And the one who has been canceled. The must do about... <laughs> well, I'm not gonna laugh at that because listen, you yeah, you, you, you gotta watch. Yeah, you, you gotta watch look, what you say. You do, you do. But okay, so I just want the listeners to be clear yes. that Josh Whedon wasn't just some punk. Well, I don't know. Maybe he was punk, mm-hmm. apparently, but he wasn't mm. just some little low level person. No, they brought in yeah. the Avengers original director to. Uh-huh. Touch Zack Snyder, and if I'm not mistaken, when you start going through this, mm-hmm. Zack Snyder could be almost more opposite. Yes, than Josh Whedon. Right, because remember, this is Man of Steel, Zack Snyder. I mean, that started his trilogy because it's Man of Steel, Batman v Superman. I ain't got nothing to say about that because I ain't watched it. I won't watch it. So ha ha ha. And this. Okay, now Zack Snyder's Justice League. Now I will tell you, and I'll come back to it later. I told my brother Ref to watch this. He did not see Batman v Superman because I told him not to watch it. He you did told not. Me too. Yes, he did not see Joss Whedon's Justice League because I told him to not watch it. So I let's, let's mm-hmm. clarify that your brother is a comic head. So I mean, it's yes. not like he's just yeah. You know, Cause he's like, oh, that's this person. This is what happens in the comics for me, helping me. So I'll come back to that. Now, when I was watching this ref, and I'll get to the story because I mean, who doesn't know it? But when I was watching this, I stopped and went back. Cause in HBO Max, you do have Joss Whedon's Justice League. It's just called Justice League. Now they tucked it back. You gotta like search for it. It is not, <laughs> it is not readily available. It's in there though. Cause I was like, wait a minute. Remember this. I don't remember it like this at all. Let me go back. And I was like, yep. Uh-huh. Now let me before I go further. This, like you were saying, Raf, it is in six parts plus an epilogue. So if you go, oh, do I have to sit down for four hours? No. And you get the chapter. You'll see the breaks. If you look at the timeline, they give you, you know where all the chapters are. You can see it. You can come back. Unfortunately, I couldn't watch this in a straight four hours because I just I don't didn't. think they expect you to yeah. unless you're you have no life right but what would I have okay would I have uh, my brother started it late at night after I texted him watched 45 minutes and got tired and then finished it the next day okay now so you start by being reintroduced to what happened in Batman v Superman at the end Superman is killed okay okay yeah I was curious so you're yeah. gonna have to spoil it because you know it you doesn't make it. sense mm-hmm that don't happen in Joss Wheaton's, by the way. No, 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 no. Now, so you see that. You see Lex Luthor in the water, that whole Wait, thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Josh mm-hmm. Wheaton doesn't have Superman killed? Not the before. beginning. No, because oh, that's Batman v Superman. Right, it's a right, completely okay. different thing. And like what you see, the re- repercussions of that, like it goes gray. So that's what Zach does. He takes it from color to gray. Like it's like a, a, like it's almost like an explosion of gray. And then you see how Batman goes, we need to form a group of heroes to take on Steppenwolf, the main villain. Cause Steppenwolf wants the mother boxes for his Lord, Darkseid. Now the jump out, but okay. Yeah, okay. Now the intermediate, the intermediary between Steppenwolf and Darkseid is the Sod who's named after the Marquis de Sade. So what happens, it's it's very Thanos-like, okay? Yes, it is. Yeah, but excuse me, 
Darkseid is before Thanos in the comics. Of course it is. Yeah. Some now, just do it better. <laughs> they just, they go, okay, we can do that better. Well, who did it better? <laughs> That's the question. So you have those echoes of Thanos. You have the mother boxes, three of them. If you get all three and put them together, you could destroy the world. That you're oh, in. it's just like the, the jewels. Okay. The, the exactly. Stones. So Steppenwolf is here to get these three boxes and do this because he owes Darkseid. And you'll see what that is. He's got to do this to be in Darkseid's good graces. Okay. So Darkseid ain't nowhere to be found. Desaad is the one who pops up and says, Steppenwolf. <laughs> okay. And Desaad does not believe in Steppenwolf. Okay. Desaad is like, I, you're not going to do this, but go ahead. So the Justice League, it hasn't formed yet, has to stop this. So Batman... Goes to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's first scene, by the way. The first thing that uh, Joss cut. The first half of the fight. I have never seen Wonder Woman look like that. Mm. She was literally almost jumping the screen. That's how fast it was. The part that Joss cut. So the thing is, you go, oh. like You're like, okay. You take her seriously. I've never taken her as seriously as I did in this movie. Not in Batman Even Superman. In, oh, okay. Not in her own movies. No. That that one thing, you'll see it when she destroys these people. Like, boom. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. So we're introduced to her there. And Batman, you know, she goes on with Batman readily. But what about Aquaman? Aquaman is like, uh, here's the water. <laughs> okay, you don't even know who I am. You know who I am. You know who you're talking to. And then there is, of course, the Flash. Now, The Flash has a new intro in here because it's four hours. We get a little bit of Kiersey Clemens as Iris West. Now, if you watch The Flash TV show, you know what that is if you read the comic books. And the way that's introduced is absolutely beautiful because The Flash, his father, of course, is in prison. He's trying to get him out, you know, that whole thing. But he needs a job. So he's at a job interview and sees something that has to stop it. And that's his introduction with Iris West. That's the first time they meet. So, of course, he wants to go with Batman. It's Batman. You know, I mean, that's the Flash. The Flash is like Spider-Man, if you don't know. Oh, you're saying he's like, yeah, yeah like explain mm-hmm. that. I mean, Because just keep in mind, a lot of across time yeah. with comics, typically what happened is DC came up with the idea and Marvel stole it. Sorry. Marvel, in many cases, perfected. But it I know we'll get, on we'll get you hate are. mail for that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people will tell you that the DC mythology is deeper, but Marvel's execution is better. So yeah. that's the tension between the two in fans' minds. And then we also have Cyborg. I won't even get into the off-camera stuff with Cyborg and Ray Fisher. But Zack Snyder said that he's the heart of this. Cyborg. He was not even close to the heart of Josh Whedon's okay version. Not even close. So we get more of what happened to him. His mother and his father played by Joe Morton. And that whole thing. Okay. Was it is, was his mom Candace? She no, she was not. She was a sweet woman. Father, <laughs> I was like, uh oh. Yeah, <laughs> and it toward the end, Zack Snyder gives Joe Morton a long voiceover. A long. It is like it is okay. I won't say yet what it is like. And all of this, they all these people eventually form together, but they're not enough. They're not enough to beat Steppenwolf. Okay? They need Superman. How do they bring him back? Hmm? And when he comes back, what's it like? 
if you are brought back from the dead, do you know who you're looking at? And if you have Superman's powers, what will that mean? Okay. Uh-huh. Now, keep in mind, Superman has basically all of their powers in some way. Mm. But there is, of course, Lois Lane. There is his mother. And all of that is brought in. And in the end, of course, they all form to fight Steppenwolf. But what about Darkseid? Because when these boxes, if they get together, Darkseid wants to look in and see what's going to happen, right? So you'll see what the outcome is of all of this. And you know, I mean, it's a superhero movie. You know they don't lose ultimately, but they get close. And then in the end, the question is, where are we going next? Now, what Zack Snyder has done is given DC the blueprint for the rest of their movies for years and TV shows. They could take what he's done and just do all of the individual movies. And by the way, according to Wikipedia, the directors after Joss Whedon's version of this, the directors of the other DC movies, they followed Snyder's stuff, his continuity, not Jaws. Interesting. There are all kinds of characters I didn't give up who pop up here that you didn't know before. The Joker does show up. How? Yeah. Yeah. How? I won't give it away. Deathstroke shows up. How? I won't give it away. And a special character shows up who was in the previous movies as someone else and you figure out who he actually is. It's exciting. This movie is an epic. That's what it is. If I could have watched it straight through, I would have. I actually would have. When I stopped, I was thinking about it. And it's not perfect, um, but it's a vision. It's a vision. Like you were saying, Ref, the different soundtrack from the original guy, he redid yeah. his soundtrack. It's yeah. completely different. The coloring, it's not this glossy color we now get in DC, it's muted. So everything is more grounded. And when you see Wonder Woman's lasso, it shines. When you see Dark Side, cause he shines, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. That's the point of what's going on here. The aspect ratio, by the way, is four by three, everyone. Yeah. So it's a box. Why? Because I was thinking, why Why are you doing the this? The box, hello? Yeah. Also, <laughs> everything is closer. So it's more intimate. When, they clo- when he closes in on them, they are almost the whole screen. You don't have a lot of dead space. It's so much care here. And the other thing is, it's not unnecessarily humorous because that's what, you know, that's what Warner yeah. Brothers wanted. That's what Joss added, all of that stuff. It didn't work. We don't need that here. Now, I will say as a little knock, when you get to The Flash, some of those humorous moments, especially early on, because there's this beautiful flowing rhythm that Snyder has. I wanted him to go away from that for The Flash's jokes. Like, cut it. Like, if you do that and it's like, oh, we're in comedy and then you go back, it would have worked better. Um, But Ezra is the Flash. I mean, he really is. He just is the Flash. So that's fine. Um, Since I'm talking about that, another knock. Batman. Ben Affleck. The voice just doesn't work. A lot of times you hear him trying to do it. Juxtapose with me, everybody. Listen to just Ray Fisher as Cyborg. I would take that voice as Batman better. More natural depth. Now, even when Affleck, when they give him that oomph when he's in the suit, I can hear it. But I'm an actor. I'm a trained singer. I hear the voice more like that. I just, mm. Even Christian Va- Bale. Where is she? That's like. <laughs> <laughs> give us you may that. not know he said, where is she? But <laughs> you can get a sense. You jump. <laughs> like, that's what you do. And he said, I'll never forget that. Uh, 
<laughs> but there are only so many things you can fix, right? And the thing I will say is though, Snyder makes Affleck better instead of Whedon making him worse. The other thing is everybody is set up. So I was never confused in this story over four hours. I knew exactly what's ha- what was happening at all times. Exact the way it was structured made so much sense. Unlike Wheaton, it made no sense. Everything here makes sense. Everybody gets their due. I I, I just I don't even know what else to say. I, this is what I'm talking about. So while there are some faults, I just have to say that. Mm, this is good stuff, everybody. I'm sorry. Okay, you know I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna put you right up against that wall. I'm gonna mm-hmm. pin you, brother. Go I'm gonna pin you. Mm-hmm. Infinity War Endgame mm-hmm. or Justice League? Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League. What? Sorry. Now I will let me put it to you this way. I might just cut you off right here and just hey. hang up. And I spoke to my brother. He agrees, but I will tell you this because I wanted to know because. We also have the smell of Whedon's Justice League in our noses. So, and even Batman v Superman, which Zack Snyder has fully redeemed himself from with this. So what I would say is, think about it this way, everybody. If you are a Man of Steel fan, this is for you. So if you don't like when you're in the Avengers and then they switch to one person, you're like, okay, I don't care about them. Oh, here come the Guardians of the Galaxy. So I have this whole comedic thing. I don't care. Let's move it on. I never had that here. This is a darker vision because it's DC. DC is about mythology. That is their strength. And that's what Snyder understands. His choices make sense for the mythology. You even get a little bit of Lord of the Rings in this movie. You'll see it. When they have to explain the mother boxes and all of that, it's very similar to the rings. Yeah. Very do, similar. Do mm-hmm. you have to have watched? Okay, let's say, because a lot of people have invested a lot of time in the Marvel Universe. I mean, we just talked about, uh, you know, Marvel's TV's newest or Disney TV's newest Disney Plus newest, you know, iteration where they're continuing. I mean, really, we're looking at about 12 years worth of stuff versus potpourri. I mean, we've had Superman forever, but potpourri of a singular vision. Schneider didn't come in until... Man of Steel. And right. that's it. It's just been him. Mm-hmm. So the question then becomes, do I now have to go back and watch Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, the Wonder Woman's Aquaman, and then now Justice League mm-hmm. that's in order why, to get the full? Yeah, right. And that is, thank you for that. That is exactly why I asked my brother to watch it. He'd only seen Man of Steel. That's it out of what you listed. Wait, he didn't see any of the Wonder because the Wonder Woman. He did. No, he did see Wonder Woman. He did see those. Both Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman iterations couple better with a Joss Whedon, shinier, ha ha ha. You know, like glossy, stylistically, but not Aquaman. Same. Yeah. Right. Stylistically, but not story wise. So they are consistent, even now with Zack Snyder's, because those directors went to Zack. So stylistically, you're exactly right but not story-wise, it all still makes sense, actually. Okay. Uh, my brother didn't see Aquaman, didn't see Batman v Superman, did see the Wonder Womans, but you don't need to see those. He saw Man of Steel, loves Man of Steel. Um, and then this, so of the Snyder ones. So you don't need to watch Batman v Superman for this to make okay. sense. Because 
you could just start watching it. It makes sense because everything is laid out in the movie. Everything well, it is laid be. out. It's it's four hours. So exactly. Like, but I, there was be. never there was there were there are better moments than others. But there was never a moment where I always get it in the Avengers where I go, okay, here we go, we're on the farm, <laughs> like like a half an hour of my time wasted. Never over the course of four hours. So you can watch it in parts. That's perfectly fine. You can watch it straight through however you'd like, regardless of any of the faults. The few that I mentioned overall, I was drawn in instead of annoyed. That was my primary emotion watching Joss's annoyance. Um, Snyder isn't merely trying to appeal to a wide audience here. He's telling his and Chris Terrio's story. And he, again, redeemed himself from Batman v Superman. Again, if you like Man of Steel, that's my main recommendation. If you liked Man of Steel, check this out. If you didn't like Man of Steel, I don't I don't really know. Well, I think that's a very fair comparison because some people like their superhero movies to go down a certain way. Yeah. And here you have, obviously, two polarizingly different uh, versions of a story that, you know, you can go with one, you can go with the other, but it sounds like to me, most likely you're not going to be yay both. You yeah. may be more satisfied. Well, it's clear, Ref. It's or- clear. Everybody knows this is better. Like, just let's just stop it. And I believe on IMDb, you know, with the bros rating, this is number two of superhero movies. Number two behind Dark Knight. So, uh, you know. We will see. I am not on that bandwagon until <laughs> I see it. So, Let's conclude the fact that you got a sneak peek and a first look out of us. You can check one out in the theaters on March 26th, Nobody. And then, of course, you can utilize your good friend's HBO Max's account and watch the four-hour Zack Snyder's Justice League. Now, remember, hopefully this time, 2022, we'll have Lee Daniels' (laughs) Justice League version where... Precious comes in and just wrecks everybody. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.